Gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman, Melissa Itell Duran. Go to MelissaItellDuran.com and uh, watch the two documentaries or go to Melissa Vision on Roku. Uh, it's a work in progress, but uh, Amazon Fire or Roku and, and check out the, the television station. Uh, but without further ado, Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, doing terrific. Uh, what's the latest on our, our uh, 2024 look at the president? Still a little, uh, little early, but things are starting to take shape a little bit, a little bit more. Well, definitely on the Republican side. Uh, now you have um, a few more entrants. You have um, entries. You have uh, you have the, uh, the the senator from uh, from South Carolina, uh, Tim Scott, and um, you have a, a possible. Um, there's, there's a, uh, a, 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 well, there's a definite, actually, a definite entry from the conservative talk show host. Uh, from California, Larry Elder. Oh, yeah, right. Larry Elder's in now. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, yes. I, I had no idea that he was even thinking of that. I mean, the last time we heard of his political ambitions, he was uh, trying to run for governor of California, and uh, he didn't uh, He didn't quite make that runoff. And and uh, he went back to radio, and now he's uh, thrown his hat into the ring. And I, and I, and I said, it's going to be... A, it's going to be um, um, a, 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 a sh- it's going to be a, a show of, uh, um, of of thousands. I mean, it's 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 not. It, this is early yet, but you're going to see them, you know, bit by bit. Now we haven't seen or heard from certain would-be suspects such as Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, but I'm sure if you know, give it time, they may actually join. And uh, as for Ron DeSantis, they're saying any 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 day now. I mean, it's we're in the you know we're in the uh, the long stretch of April, and uh, I think he's finished with the, the legislative uh, matters in, in, in the Florida legislature. So I think uh, he's he, he's on the road. He's doing his book tour and his speaking engagement. So it's just any day now that he he will be expected to make his announcement. And uh, I'm sure from there on you'll hear you. you maybe Chris Christie will join. He's saying he's mulling over a possible um, uh, entry. Well, that, that's going to be nasty when he gets in because Trump is going to take that as an affront and uh, former president is going, to, is going to take some real shots at Chris Christie. The, the difference on this one is that Chris Christie will, will be taking shots back and mm-hmm. he knows where some of the bodies are buried. And, yeah. you know, let's, let's face it, they were close at one point. And I don't know, no. I mean, was he his attorney at one point? Was Chris Christie... Trump's no, attorney? No. no, but he was uh, he was in with him. He was you know he was he you know he he, took, he held his coats. He wasn't his attorney, but he was waiting. You know he expected to be named chief of staff of, of uh, among other positions, but that never happened. And that's where the that's where the uh, dissent came, and that's what happened. That's where the you know the the hostilities ensued. Uh, but of course, we have dirt on Chris Christie. We know about the Bridgegate yes. scandal. You can always bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's that was terrible. I mean, he uh, 
Uh, the only thing is that, you know, compared to some of the things the former president has been accused of, uh, Bridgegate is, uh, is pedestrian. Uh, you know, maybe not some of the other guys. I mean, they don't have... That's a pretty nasty scandal, Bridgegate. That was a pretty bad... You know, that was him having a temper tantrum, a former governor having a temper tantrum and and taking it out on on the... <laughs> On the public, basically, is uh, is is who got hurt on that. But um, in regards to Trump and and the uh, chief of staff, I think uh, Chris Christie was expecting uh, expecting it, like you said, and they went with Rents Priebus. Uh, is that who ended up right. getting it? He was the Republican yes. national chair at the time. Yes, yes, and, and of course Chris Christie was insulted. That's when he started, uh, you know, he started dishing on Trump, and and, and uh, well, he's been on ABC's um, ABC's Sundays with George Stephanopoulos, and he's been a, a vocal critic of Trump. Yeah. Well, let's see what, uh, you know, let's see what happens when, because uh, he's not officially in yet, right? We're waiting on him. No, he's mulling it over, yeah. which means you know he's thinking about it, but I'm sure he'll. He'll have something to say. See, I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's him vying for vice president. I don't think he thinks he's going to be the president, right? I mean, Chris Christie, you know, all due respect to him. You know, I've met Chris Christie. Uh, I don't know. It, the word president doesn't jump out at you when you meet him. And, you know, I don't mean just because of his, his physical. Hey, listen, I could drop, <laughs> drop a couple pounds myself. But, but the thing is that uh, Chris Christie's a really big guy. Is he thinned out? Is he, is he trimmer now? I don't think so. Not at all. Not in my opinion, no. You know, so, you know, uh, Trump's going to have a field day with that. And I think generally, see, my mother was very heavy set, and she used to say, boy, there's a real prejudice against uh, overweight people in this country. And it, it, it really is. And certainly when it comes to politics, you don't usually see a real heavy person holding office, right? Well, we had William Howard Taft. Back in the <laughs> That's right. Early twentieth century. Yeah. Um, and, and in those days, um, um, having girth was a sign of prosperity. Right. Uh, today, uh, not so much, since you could you can get fat at the uh, on on the dollar menu at Wendy's, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not considered uh, as prosperous. It is in other countries. Um, it, you know, to have some weight. Uh, but uh, before I go in, into a, a, a quick uh, quick point there, uh, let me remind everyone to go to MelissaItellJoran.com. Frank McKay here. More importantly, Melissa is our host each and every week. Uh, Melissa, I was in uh, Africa, and uh -huh, I, was, yeah. uh, I, I was touring with a guy named Sylvester Moses. He was, my wife hired him, uh, and I was there alone, but he was my guide. And he said to me at... I think it was outside of Nagora Gora. Um, he, he said uh, he said the the staff would like you to um, uh, you know speak to them. The, the hotel you know the the head of the hotel asked if you would uh, uh, you know hang on and um, you know and, and possibly speak to the staff. And I was like, uh, all right, you know. And and so they set up like a little chair for me. And when I um, uh, when I started talking. Um, you know, they were going to talk about books, you know, like I had, you know, a political book. I thought maybe they were going to talk about that or really what they wanted to talk about is America. And when I said, um, 
noticed when I, uh, oh, they brought up this beautiful bread. And by the way, the only food I liked in Africa really was the bread. But they had like nice butter and, and a peanut butter next to it. And I made a comment before, and, and they put up almost a throne-like chair <laughs> for me to sit. I was very honored, you know. It was like, it was late. Um, and I said, as long as somebody walks me to my room, I don't want to get caught off guard by by some wild animal, right? So uh, as long as they they walk me to the uh, you know the room which is outside, I'll do it. So I started uh, uh, I, I I started eating some more bread, and uh, and I I said to them, I love bread, and I never eat bread when I'm home, and they were right. they were all confused, um, it, you know they that I didn't eat bread at home, and they were asking me questions like. You don't have bread at home. You don't have bread where you live. And they're asking these questions and they're smiling like like confused. And then they said, you don't have good bread at home. You don't have. And I said, no, 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 I just don't, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm gain weight. Right. I I'm trying to lose weight and whatever. They, they couldn't understand. Melissa, it, it mm-hmm. I, I looked at, at my my phone. It, it was about seven and a half minutes worth of bread questions. You know, I was explaining what mm-hmm. bakery is, whatever. They couldn't for the life of me. For the life of them, they could not understand why somebody would deprive themselves of something they liked. I mean, food is scarce over there. And most of them were real thin, the staff. But there was one guy who was really, you know, chubby. He was heavier than I was. And he was laughing. He didn't understand it at all. And I was thinking, boy, Dr. Atkins' um, book probably wouldn't do very well in, in Tanzania. And, uh, you know, they, they, they just didn't get it. But you're right. In other societies... Being heavy is uh, is considered, you know, prosperous and, and you know, you're respected or whatever. But uh, Chris Christie's uh, heavy. And a guy, and I'm not putting, you know, by no means am I fat shaming him or whatever. But you know the former president is going to take shots at him. And the, the former president's not in tip-top shape. He doesn't look like a young Jack, Jack LaLanne either, no, you know. he's not thin at all, at all. But... That's you know what 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 worked for him in 2016 may back very well backfire and and you know I think but what it's going to come down to is a race between Trump and DeSantis. It's just a matter of time when DeSantis declares and then he 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 joins the group and then it grows some more and by the time we get into the fall or or December 20 uh, 2023 we're going into early 2024 you, you the the front runners will emerge and then the others will just drop off. No. We didn't mention Nikki Haley. She's she's the afterthought that I thought she would be. And you know that you know she's an accomplished woman. I like Nikki mm-hmm. Haley. I don't have any any problem there. But I do think that she's in there for vice presidential purposes. If sure, you as as will a lot of them be. I think. Yeah, yeah, I but, agree. But um, she thinks she. I don't know. She's. She, I don't think she would take a, a an offer from Trump because she she went against him. She criticized him. Uh, soon after she left uh, her ambassadorship to the UN, uh, she's she he would not he wouldn't choose her as a VP. Yeah, there's no I don't no think doubt. So. She would she would so. accept it. You know, I think she would accept it. Yeah. You know, why not? She it's would. a big promotion. Right, right. But I don't think he, she's on the top of the list. I think right now, you know, Trump who thinks he's going to grab the nomination, who thinks it's his, but I think it's too soon to tell. And I think uh, as we see more and more. Uh, criminal charges brought up against him, and there are more, you know, coming down the pipe. Um, 
you know, the, the Georgia case, for example, and, 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 and others, I think that will, that will definitely tarnish his chances. Um, and then uh, and, and once DeSantis is in the race, even though DeSantis has encountered some, some bumps along the road, uh, and, and with his, some of his statements and some of the fundraising, he has amassed a lot of money. But he, you know, I would not count him out. He is he is going to be a force to be reckoned with. But you know, Trump has his his list of potential VP candidates, and they're women. Uh, he's got uh, Nikki Haley's probably on that list. She would probably be the best about the best one. And then he's got some questionable choices, according to certain sources. I don't know who they are exactly, but. Um, it was it, it's it's been circulated on 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 the online uh um he's got uh, i don't think it's a surprise um the uh, failed um, arizona gubernatorial candidate carrie lake yeah and um and the worst possible case scenario marjorie taylor green oh no yeah uh, do you think she's on his list he, she is on his list. Yes, yes. Oh all possibilities, all same female Republican possibilities are on his list. And I forgot to mention the new governor of Arkansas, the Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the daughter of the former governor of Arkansas, and former presidential candidate, and also a friend of Trump's. And uh, and also she was the. Right? the well, she was a former press secretary. Right. The much embattled press secretary, not a very well-liked one, liked maybe in Trump circles, she is on the list. So I think I think the top choices would be Carrie Lake, who is very, uh, she's um, telegenic and, uh, and very uh, uh, articulate. Uh, she, she knows what to say and when to say it and how to say it. Now, she's, she is by no means um, Lily White, her her ongoing contention that the election in in, Arc, in um, Arizona was stolen from her, and that all kinds of of, of, uh, of shenanigans were being played against her by the, yeah, the her her opponent and the Arizona Democratic Party have been have been con- contested um, in court. They've been thrown out of court. Uh, she still alleges that she's been cheated. Uh, she's done, and she's a Trump. She's a real Trumper, and she she echoes she she echoes a lot of his policy points. And she's a she's a um, I call her a um, uh, a, uh, a a drum majorette <laughs> of the Trump cause. She's right there, and then I think on her heels is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And they're saying that uh, he doesn't want someone to outshine him, of course. So I don't know. She's been, you know, she's been lobbying for this for a long time. You know, she's been going back and forth to Mar-a-Lago. She was, you know, right there when he he got the indictment. He, she was in the, you know, she she was at the after party. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, she's, you know, she she tries to, you know, get make inroads with with uh, the right people. But I think it, I, there, a lot of people are saying that if he had to make a choice now, he might go with uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. Well, I. I think uh, she has a, a real popularity in Republican circles. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, she's not bringing a state you don't expect to, to come along. Uh, you know, I know we spoke about this not too long ago, but um, I remember back when Dan Quayle was the vice president, uh, they said, well, you want your, your vice president to do, you, do two things for you, to carry his or her own, his or her own state or... Um, 
uh, and also not lose the election. So at least the first election, he did what he was supposed to do. Um, and, you know, uh, Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders, uh, she's not going to deliver Arkansas because Arkansas is going Republican anyway. I mean, it's, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not necessary there. And I don't know. I mean, could she cost <laughs> the election? She is very, very battle-friendly. Um, mm -hmm when it comes to the press. She doesn't mind battling with them. And, right, uh, right. Yeah, I don't know if you oh, want that. I know. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe he'll go with Carrie Lake. But yeah. she, she can't upstage him. That's the only thing, because he doesn't like that. Yeah, no, he doesn't like that at all. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, well, but anyway. we'll see. It, it's early yet. It's very early. Uh, I, I think it's going to be. It's going to go down between uh, get down to uh, Trump and, and DeSantis, and it's it's going to be a battle that will be played out at the the Republican convention. I'm not sure where the Republican convention will be held in 2024. Uh, I know the Democrats are in Chicago. You know, lots of luck there. Um, but um, uh, it's going to it's going to be played out in in the at the convention, and Trump is not going to go silently into the night. That's for sure. Yeah. Melissa, I tell Jordan.com everyone uh, as a starting point. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Melissa, um, do you think Trump is looking at it as uh, as a disrespect uh, and a disrespectful move that the Republican Party is just not lining up? behind him and a, a lot of these uh these candidates i mean for a while it was just he and mickey you know kind of like right. uh, mini mini mouse likes to think uh, you know oh no no nikki i'm sorry nikki uh, uh <laughs> Haley, you know yeah. and uh I, you know if, if you think about it uh it took a while before people started popping in you mentioned larry elder and if chris christie pops in uh and mm -hmm. and uh and DeSantis comes in, it, it might be a free-for-all, and it might be, you might have a stage of 18 people, and that's real disrespect to um, the the former president. Uh, I think he's going to look at it as being disrespectful, and I think that some of those people are going to take some real shots at him and, um, and, and really go after him, and that's good for DeSantis. And if you see... Um, if you see somebody going after Trump but not going after DeSantis once DeSantis is in, um, look out. That person may be looking for a vice presidential nod or a cabinet position with DeSantis. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just uh, I think it's too too early to tell. I think it's going to be we have to wait for the, the fight to actually happen. You know, you, I think it's expected. You're going to have a, um, you're going to have. Um, a, a parade of thousands, uh, a, a cast of thousands for the Republicans, and this is going to go on. And you know, we in August you'll have the, uh, the you'll have Iowa, uh, which will be interesting. And I think it will the race will flesh out as we get into the fall and early winter. And I think uh, after the first primaries, you'll see these people drop like fire, like flies. And it's going to be DeSantis versus Trump, and it'll be that way all the way to the. To the convention, I don't know. If, you know, I don't. I don't know if DeSantis would want would even um, it, it, it lower himself to accept something in the Trump administration. I just can't see that. No, and, oh, DeSantis. Yes. Oh no, no, never, never. It's going to be. And, it's going to be ugly. This thing is going to be. Ugly. It is going to be very ugly. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, his uh, Trump's people are saying, especially within his own family, you know, it's not. It's not DeSantis's turn yet. Let him. Let him go back to Florida and wait until. 2028. I mean, 
I mean, and you know, the, some of the public has been saying that as well. I mean, I mean, that's. I don't think that's their anyone's decision to make. You know, I, I heard someone say recently, Republicans say, "Well, uh, I don't know why DeSantis can't wait. It would be nice if." Yeah. Uh, if Trump did four years and then DeSantis came in right. for the next eight years, um, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, first of all, if uh, if if Trump gets in there again, uh, he, he probably will lobby to change the law to to, to try to get yeah. another four years as long as his health holds up. But, uh, yeah, I don't um, you know, I don't think most Republicans are going to feel that way. There's some guilt for, uh, uh, you know, brewing underneath for pro Trump people to to actually look away from him and a lot of them like DeSantis so the argument is is going to be a big argument is going to be um, we uh, we love Trump but um, Ron DeSantis doesn't have the baggage that you have although as you pointed out he does have baggage um, and and uh, he, he does but nobody's got the baggage that Trump has no no that's for sure and he thinks he can override that yeah. Uh, what is uh, what is everyone else saying? I mean, is there anybody out there that's prominent saying uh, Trump and I'm talking about Republicans. Trump shouldn't run. He's just going to hurt the party if he runs. You know, please step out. Are there people standing on tables yelling that to Trump? I, you know, you would think like the George Wills of the world and the in the Lincoln Project folks, all of them, uh, you know, notwithstanding. Um, they're going to be, they're going to be uh, yelling that, uh, no question. But are there any surprises that you've noticed um, out there of people that are asking Trump not to run? Uh, there are people here and there um, who who feel, you know, of course, uh, you know, on the on the other side, in the uh, the New York Times. I mean, all of them have said, you know, it, it's time to step down with all these, uh, all this baggage and incoming baggage i mean he's he's so tainted i i i don't know how he can possibly you know um run a campaign another person would have to would have no choice perhaps but to eventually consider that possibility dershowitz thinks he should run because he wants to have an, uh, an opportunity to vote against trump um but um you know dershowitz is another story um but um and, and of course a lot of people feel that if the republican party goes um Behind Trump, they're only going to, you know, shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, it's really out of our hands right now. He does have, have a substantial base, but I think, you know, once DeSantis enters, if DeSantis can can carry off a, a reasonable campaign, if he can get the momentum, I don't find him to be a very compelling speaker, and he, uh, I think he needs to refine his his stance on on certain issues. Uh, he definitely has the, the the backing of of fundraising, although some fundraisers have actually questioned um, his viability. I think DeSantis could probably, um, you know, would be a, would appeal to a lot of Republican voters. But the other big question is, would DeSantis appeal to the rest of the country? What he did in Cal in Florida uh, may have been, you know, may have gone well, you know, over the, uh, you know, with the the most of the voters in in Florida. They voted for him, so they they he felt they had a mandate to do what he did with Disney. But would that with his other actions, his other his policies? Uh, toward transgender, towards books, um, you know, he's banned books in certain libraries, certain books in libraries for, for children. 
uh, his stance on education. How would those ideas go over with the rest of the country? That's a, a question that has to be considered. Um, so I, I think it's just too soon to, to you know, guess who's going who's going where and who's, who would be in what administration. We don't really know which way the wind is, is, is blowing right now. It's, it's a, President Biden is supposed to make his reelection announcement next week. It's going to be a very uh, subdued video announcement that marks the, the anniversary of his 2020 um, campaign. Um, and he so far is not a, is running unopposed. Uh, we don't know what the future holds for him. Will he be able to uh, fulfill his promise, uh, complete his term? You know, there are a lot of rumors out there. Um, and, and those are rumors, basically, that he's not going to complete his term, and you know, all all hell will break loose. But you know, it, we, we're in the you know, it's very early yet. Yeah, I. You know, one of the things, and and not to d uh, divert. Uh, too much attention from what we're talking about. But uh, Fox settled with Dominion, right, on the uh, voting mm -hmm. machines. Did you see this? Yes, yes, yes. And it, it wasn't some little pittance. It was, uh, you know, I believe 780-something million dollars or something along those lines. And uh, your, your take on that, uh, they, you know, Fox had to eat, eat crow. What did they say, that the Dominion machines were... Uh, were malfunctioning or they were uh they were cheating or or whatever and then it was a defamation lawsuit what do you know about the dominion case well i don't know how well this is going to do go for uh for, for president trump who's been maintaining all along that 2020 was stolen from him and him and he had a big case against dominion and it was most of it was thrown out of court but then again, he hasn't been friends with with Fox for for a while anyway. That you know, Rupert Murdoch wants nothing to do with him, and Trump has other has other venues. He's got Newsmax. He's got you know his own uh, Truth Social and his other platforms. So um, I don't know. I mean, the, the point is we're you know we're all entitled to free speech. But the point is, how far do we take this? Do we you know do we twist the the truth? You know, do we lie to the public the way uh, allegedly uh, Sean Hannity and, and uh, Tucker Carlson and, and uh, Laura Ingram were supposedly doing when they were telling the public, oh, you know, this is all a travesty of justice and Trump is, has been uh, denied his right, his, his, his office, his, his election, when they, all, they were saying behind their behind everyone's back, what, a, you know, I hate him and, and good and I'm glad he's not getting in. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's, uh, I, it, you know, you mentioned free speech. The uh, thing is that th this, is a, this is a big loss for Fox. I mean, it's almost a billion dollars, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, I mean, a billion dollars. And I don't care how much money they have, and they're worth the fortune. I mean, they're worth a lot more than that. But, uh, I mean, to lose that in a lawsuit, and, uh, well, yeah, it, it's just, uh, to me, and hopefully that puts to rest... The idea that the uh, the stop the steal nonsense, and I know. Listen, a lot of our listeners are are from the right, and and they might uh, you know uh, complain about this. But uh, look, it's very difficult. I'll I'll just say it one last time. It's very difficult to uh, to steal anything from a board of elections. Every board of elections, uh, and and again, I'll give you New York for an example, but it's like this all across the country. There's 62 counties, 62 cities, 932 towns in the state of New York. 
every single one of those entities that has a board of elections, and that's the counties, the 62 counties, and certainly the uh, the cities have their own. Um, there is a Democrat and a Republican for each counterpart. One has no more representative uh, party than the other. It's completely down the middle. And I don't care if you're in uh, Washington County, for example, where there's hardly any Democrats. It's a, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a very rural area and very few Democrats. They have an equal amount of people. So when you're opening up votes, uh, it, the, the other side would have to be in on it as well. So if, if people are saying millions of votes um, were, were stolen from, uh, from Trump, that means the Republicans in those areas would have to be in on it too and secondly secondly um not only are they throwing out president's votes president trump's votes they would have to be throwing out all the republicans on that slate because there's no it's it, it's not just uh, a, a piece of paper let's say for example if, if you know in new york state it's a piece of paper it, it's a it's a whole piece of paper with all these candidates so if you're cheating one or getting rid of some you're getting rid of that for all the Republicans. So anyway, just a just a quick thought on that. Hopefully, the Dominion lawsuit puts that to bed. Do you think it will? I don't know. I hope so. It's definitely it, it, it's definitely a, uh, a, a a big settlement. Yeah. So anyway, well, here we are. Uh, did Trump have a, have a statement about Dominion? I don't recall. No, I don't know if he did. He'll probably mums sure the word. It might, yeah, yeah. And, and if he does be. have a statement, he'll, he'll say, "Oh, they uh, they just fixed it. Oh, they, it's a big fix." He, his whole take from uh, from uh, from Cone, uh, Roy Cone, was always, "Don't admit anything, and if somebody hits you, hit them back ten times harder." That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the two lessons he got from Roy Cone, and so the never admitting something is something he really uh, he he really took to heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He did. That was his mentor, his his guiding light. Do we know anything that President Trump has ever admitted to doing wrong? I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe making Jeff Sessions, giving Jeff Sessions the, the attorney general spot. Yeah. Did he say, I made a mistake? I shouldn't yes, because yes, he turned on Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions wouldn't do his bidding. Yeah, wow. Uh, where are we with uh, with Georgia? Uh, where do you think the situation lies? Uh, I think it's serious enough. Of course, you know Trump. Will, you know he'll his attorneys are ready to take on anything. You know his his lead attorneys. You know is, was well prepared for that and has an answer for everything. But it's all coming down. I mean, and Trump was uh, he had to testify. Uh, well, he had to offer. Um, I think he did. He do a deposition for a civil case or. He, um, for that rape charge, that you know, they, the New York State, uh, New York City, New York State extended the, um, you know, the, uh, the well, not the, but the not the expiration date, but you know what I mean. The, yeah. Uh, the statute of limitation date. Yes, yes, yeah. for 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 things like rape charges. Uh, so Trump had to go and and he made another trip the other week back to New York, New York City for uh, for the deposition for that case against. Um, uh, e. Uh, e. Jean Carroll, uh, who maintains that 25, 26 years ago, he uh, sexually assaulted her inside a Bergdorf, the Bergdorf Goodman store. 
Wow. Yeah. 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 That's a uh, that's that's he, a big big allegation, yeah. and it's and not going he, away. He, no, and he claims he doesn't know her and he doesn't know what she's talking about. Of course. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's got a lot coming down. You know, in the next few months. But that doesn't seem. I don't know. I think it. I, I'm sure the indictment uh, with Alan Bragg. That's Alvin Bragg. By the way, his new nickname for me and some other people out there. I've heard this. So it's not mine. My my mine only is Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> I thought I heard <laughs> you say that before him. I don't think so. I think somebody beat me to it, but yeah. it's out there. It's much. I like Alvin and the Chipmunks. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I know he was calling him Fat Alvin for a little while. Uh, well, that was yeah. That I think Trump called him that. Yes, yeah. Oh, oh, who's calling him Alvin and the Chipmunks? The lawyer? Well, I've heard. I've no, no. I've heard that already. But from people who just you know people you know out in the public, people <laughs> been calling in radio stations and calling him and calling Alvin Bragg and his his team Alvin and the Chipmunks. So I thought I would mention that today. Do you know <laughs> that uh, that's very funny? Uh, you want to know something? I heard uh, an expression I've never heard before a couple weeks back, and now I'm hearing it all the time, and it's disgraceful if they're doing this. But the um, uh, I'm hearing a term called MAP, and what MAP is uh, an acronym for is minor attracted person. So in other words, they're, they're trying to get away from the word, the left, uh, the very far left is trying to get away from the word uh, pedophile and what they're saying is you can't say pedophile anymore you have to say minor attracted person and oh. <laughs> someone's <laughs> boy the, the people that we're trying to protect in this world are, are getting uh, harder and harder to not crack a smile with or uh, or, or a, 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 a frown or a uh, uh, an absolute scar uh, you know, a, a snarl when when it comes out but can you imagine that that uh, you have you heard that have you heard that expression map yet no i haven't i haven't i've heard other expressions but not that one no i don't know that one minor attracted person are you kidding me i mean that's that's insane minor is, attracted person yeah i uh, don't know yeah, you go with just the regular i don't know why people just can't use uh you know you just just come out and say what they mean <laughs> child molester or whatever I, right exactly do you know uh, and again, MelissaItelJoran.com, please uh, check it out and check out the documentaries or Melissa Vision on Roku uh, TV and check out the documentaries, both documentaries there. Frank McKay here with Melissa. But you know what? Um, you know, I started I started thinking about, you know, about this uh, more and more. Um, the the U.N. and I can't remember them ever doing something like this, but the U.N. has come out and I don't want to get into a whole you know the whole subject of uh, of uh, of child molesters. It's such a depressing and disgusting um, group of people. But they they just came out. The UN just came out with a statement. Do you, you know what it is? No, what is it? That minors, um, consenting minors, um, make it legal to have sex with the minors. So in other words, if the minor says, "I consented to have sex." Uh, the UN said this. They put out a statement saying that this Thank is. You did. Yeah. Did you hear this? No, I didn't hear that. No, I never. I, I mean, this is very arcane. I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are we? 
you know, what are we turning into? That's the world. That's not the country. I know. It, you know, when yeah. people say the uh, you know, country is going to hell in a hand, hand basket. Um, it is. You know, <laughs> yeah, right, well, there's, there's no doubt of that. But uh, this is. And, and you know what? They go after the, the justice system, go after the wrong people. They go after, uh, you know, the victims. Um, they question the victims. They, you know, they whatever to protect, um, you know, to protect the people that are laying the hurt on the others. Uh, it, mm -hmm. It's just an amazing uh, situation that's going on. Now, I don't know if that started with President Obama in, in 2008, and, and that's when it became polarizing or whatever, or uh, did it start in, in, with the election of 2016 of, of President Trump? Um, what, uh, where did this start? Because we are, we are at a crossroads. I don't remember it ever being like this, and this polarized where where the left is completely out of their minds and the extreme right, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, are completely out of their minds. Um, the extremes of the country have a lot to say in, in what's going on in our world. Mm -hmm. When did it happen? When did it start? I think this, is, it's, this has been going on, I think, since, uh, since I would say at least 2017. Uh, and it's been, it's been, uh, it has been uh, just, you know, um, it, it's been infused by by Trump being being in office. Um, but these these are unnecessary terms, you know. Just come out and say what you mean, and don't uh, you know, you you know, uh, camouflage the meaning in something else. It's ridiculous, you know. It's just ridiculous. Nobody was talking that way ten years ago. But it came on with the Trump election, right? Yes, the, it did. Uh, it did. Yes. He's a very polarizing figure, and again, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm I'm certainly not on the uh, the side of Alvin Bragg. I mean, Alvin Bragg's a disaster, a terrible, uh, a terrible DA. I mean, think about it. Uh, he's watching the New New York City burn, and it, it's just it, it's the worst it's been. We had two very good mayors in. Uh, in Bloomberg, uh, listen, love him or hate him, Bloomberg kept the city clean, and uh, and and Giuliani did a great job for eight years. And so, I mean, for those twenty years, uh, twelve with Bloomberg and and eight with uh, Giuliani, you had a very livable and uh, very uh, visitor-friendly New York City. Uh, ever since De Blasio, comrade uh, De Blasio, took over. I, I mean, it, it, it became a, a disaster. I mean, almost overnight, it became a disaster. And I don't know if it was stop and frisk or, or, or what have you, but this world has changed. And uh, I think what President Trump, when he became president, and even when he was candidate Trump, what, what he did is he tweaked it, right? He said, you know what? Um, I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to antagonize this situation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a rock into the hornet's nest, and I'm going to get everybody at each other's throats, and I'm going to benefit by this. I honestly mm -hmm. think he did that, and, and uh, you know, it, it became very polarizing. I'm not blaming him for, for everything, but he, he uh, kind of threw the, uh, he played handball on the bear's cave, you know? He got yeah. this whole thing going, and then the, the yeah. insane liberal uh, uh, viewpoint and progressive the insane and and I'm not calling everybody on that side insane. I'm just saying the extremists and yes. they went crazy. I mean, I, am, am I right? Sure did. Oh, they sure did. And on the, on the other side, on the right side, you've got the lunatics there too. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene. The fact that yep. she's that she's got any votes 
any votes at, at all. It just blows me away. I know. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and, and she has all this attention and, and, and seemingly a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just amazing to me. Well, listen, uh, Melissa, we started with president, uh, presidential politics. Uh, <laughs> by next week, we're going to uh, we're going to hear whether whether Biden is in or out. It sounds like he's in. And, um, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, what's going to happen. I don't know if people are going to talk him out of it uh, or if they're worried about a free for all. Um, what, what, what do we expect? Just, uh, you know, looking at your crystal ball for, for a moment. I know it's hard. I won't hold you to it. Uh, but what, what do you think is going <laughs> to happen with, uh, uh, with Biden? He's in for sure, right? I think he's in. He has to be. He's got to get a head start on this campaign. It's a very expensive one, and, and he needs to show, uh, make some, some uh, statement, some, some, uh, sh um, at least some kind of indication that he's in the race for sure, uh, because the the Democrats are really doing nothing at this point. There is talk. I mean, you know, there was Gal um, Galvin Newsom was supposed to be the golden boy waiting in the wings. So if Trump, um, if Trump, if Biden uh, says he's going in, you know, I guess Galvin Newsom is just going to hold back. But, you know, should something happen and anything is possible between now and the end of the year, uh, you know, if, 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 if um, you know, the predictions become true that Biden can't, can't even finish serving out his term or decides he's not going to run because the powers that be, you know, dictate that he can't, then it opens the field for, uh, for Galvin Newsom and, and, and other people. Uh, for that matter, but uh, right now I don't I don't foresee any challengers coming on the heels of a of, of the the Biden announcement, which is supposed to be for this Tuesday, which would mark the anniversary of his 2020 run. He made the announcement back in uh, 2019 uh, on that day, so um, it's going to be low key. It's not going to be a big flashy thing. It's going to be mostly by video, and this is going to you know jumpstart the fundraising and the other things that have to go on. Um, whether they they decide to keep Biden, you know, within the confines of the White House or Delaware is another story. Because <laughs> he, he he successfully ran his campaign from his basement. Yeah, amazing. Well, uh, mm -hmm. Melissa, to uh, uh, just to end off, we always thank our listeners each and every week. And, yes, uh, we do. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we love them all. And thank you very yep. much for tuning in, everyone. We do. We really, really appreciate it, and and we couldn't we couldn't do it without you. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening in. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Go to melissaitelljuren.com and Melissa Vision on on Roku and on Amazon Fire. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juren Show. been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.